Welcome to the As You Are podcast. Hey guys, it's Emily. Welcome back. I'm so excited because this week the podcast is in full form. We finally have our co-host Anna with us today. Hey everyone. This is such a good conversation. I'm so excited for you guys to listen. We're going to talk about something that we definitely deal with in college, but also kind of for the rest of our lives. Comparison. Okay, I am so excited about this conversation. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Finally, last week was a struggle because it was just a monologue. <laughs> I know. No, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. But Anna's going to be with us for the rest of the year and hopefully for the rest of the life of the podcast. Yes. Um, Co-host. Yes. So why don't you catch them up? Give them just like a few facts about you. My husband, Everett, and I actually recently moved to Richmond, Virginia, but we were in Athens before moving here, and so that's how I got involved with As You Are, um, was leading the senior girls at UGA, and now I get to stay involved. I'm going to be the speaker at the worship nights, so I cannot wait to meet all of y'all. I am so excited about the worship nights and that we get to have these conversations every week. It's seriously going to be so much fun. So let's just dive into comparison. This is something we all know about. We all struggle with to some Mm -hmm. degree, but I just want to start at the beginning. What comes to mind when you think about comparison? Honestly, one, I think it's something that like we struggle with our whole lives. Like first off, just to kind of give the girls that are in college some freedom and space to like not be so down on themselves. This is something that's really hard for a long time. Um, Honestly, for me, like when I've been thinking about comparison recently, I've we've been prepping for this podcast. I've been thinking about and like not a knock to them at all, but there's these two girls that I follow on Instagram and I continually compare myself to them. I love to run and like think of myself as relatively fit, but I'll see them on Instagram. I'm like, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to be that way. And it can feel like defeating. So I think that's a word that comes to mind when I think about comparison. Um, But yeah, I don't know. What about you? For me, I mean, it's all sorts of different things. I am a musician. And so a lot of times I'm like posting my songs or like trying to see if people want to listen to my songs on Instagram. (laughs) I mean, obviously what I think about is social media. But specifically, I think about like the songs that I post that people respond to and comment on. I'm thinking, oh, they really like those. And if people don't, respond I'm thinking people don't like that yeah and I'm looking at my friends who are also putting out albums and I'm always like oh my gosh they have so many more people that are listening or that care but it's not necessarily true right right and Instagram has like such a little incubator of getting people's feedback so it it just heightens comparison so it's just it's a trap yeah one thing that we were talking about before we started was like, yes, comparison is something that you struggle with your entire life. Like that's just true. It's a reality. Um, but in college, it is so heightened. Like it's magnified. Oh my gosh, it's so magnified. I mean, you're surrounded by people that are all your age, all working towards the same goal. Like yep. a lot of you are in the same sororities. A lot of you are going on the same date nights. Like your compare the comparison is just heightened because of that. Like you're in a little incubator. You totally are. And you literally might run into somebody on campus that like looks kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're all the same age. Yeah. Like you're all trying to get good grades. You're like You're like, dang it, I just saw the better version of me on campus. <laughs> yes. That's oh my gosh. I remember feeling that way in college and 
one thing that I hope we can provide and just like allow you guys the space is to know, yes, there are a lot of people that are around you right now that might seem similar to you or maybe you're comparing yourself to them, but like ultimately you're not going to be that girl. Like, right. And it's, that's okay. You weren't created to be that person. Right. You're striving to be somebody that you're not and you're falling short because hello, you're not them. Yeah. Because it's who you are meant to be. Yeah. Um, and so like whenever, the sooner you give yourself the space and the grace and the freedom to accept that you're not that girl, the sooner you'll be grateful for who you are and the gifts that you have and the yeah. gifts that you can bring to the world that maybe that other girl who are, or I don't whoever it is that you're comparing yourself to like they can never bring that to the table you know and that's yeah. such a cool thing yeah oh my gosh it's a great thing you know how it is like we all see ourselves for our flaws and our everyday like we we live with ourselves and so we know like our gross habits and like yes. where where we <laughs> fall short but like really there's so many special things about each one of us individually. Think about all of your friends that you love these specific things about them. And if they changed those things to be more like you, that would be weird. You would be like, wait, why? I love yeah. this thing about you and I love you exactly how you are. And so I think that we just need to work towards being able to see ourselves that way, specifically through the lens of God created you just like you are with mm-hmm. your quirks and with your gifts and with you know, your preferences and every single thing about you. And that if we can lean into that with, like you said, the freedom, um, that that is really where we start living with that peace and that joy that God wants for us. Right. Because the reality is like, one, it would be creepy if everybody was walking (laughs) around the exact same, like that's kind of weird uh, to think about. But two, like, you are uniquely created. Like each totally. of us has our an, a set of gifts that's unique to us. The sooner we can s- accept that and start living into that, you're going to be happier because they're yes. doing things that you're good at. Totally. And not striving to be somebody that you're not. Yes, I love that so much. And it reminds me of something that one of my mentors told me one time. She was like, there is power in your yes and there's power in your no. And you can use... Both of these answers. Yes. So many of us girls think that we can't really say no to things, and mm-hmm. so we end up overextending ourselves. It usually leads to burnout or doing a lot of things that we don't feel like we're really equipped to do. Yeah, and I so think true. it can lead to comparison and a lot of other less ideal things. So here's a reminder for all of us today. Our words and our choices are powerful. It yes. seriously matters what we choose and what we do and what we get involved with. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's so important to align ourselves with God's peace. If he says, don't do this, it will not bring you peace. I don't know about you, but I want to run far away from that thing. Yeah. But gosh, isn't it still just so tempting to keep scrolling and comparing yourself and striving to be better and better? It's just a never ending cycle if we don't change our perspective. Yeah. Now, this is something from the Bible study this week. I personally think this is really interesting. Comparison versus striving. They are really similar and they're related. What's the difference? First, let's talk about confidence. Those who have it, shout out. We love to see it. What a good quality. (laughs) 
And so if you're feeling confident in yourself, you might not think that you struggle very much with comparison because you feel good about yourself and you can really appreciate qualities in your friends that make them unique. So you may think that comparison is not crossing your radar much, but I have a proposition for you that is really (laughs) helpful for me too, because I don't know. I'm not always confident, but I definitely deal with this. So I figured some of you guys probably do too. Striving. It's rooted in the same thing, actually. We are measuring ourselves against a standard, against something. And what God wants us to do is measure ourselves against who he says we are. Mm -hmm. But what we tend to do in, in the message that the world gives us is if you can meet this standard, if you can work hard enough, if you can show up early enough, if you can whatever, um, you know, work those late hours and like put in the extra time, get super involved, work out, you know, twice a day sometimes, then you'll make it and you will finally be able to relax, be who you are. You'll be successful and you'll be happy. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, like when we are continually striving, one, there's no rest in that. Like you're just always hoping to get to the next best thing. And the next best thing often is a lie. Like there's so many times where people like reach that thing, whatever it is, whatever goal was in your mind, and then there's still more to get to, you know, like yes. it's just exhausting and not fulfilling. It really isn't fulfilling because it's all built on the idea that you have to keep your place. You know, you're always afraid that you're going to lose it if you stop working hard. And so it's not really a sense of belonging. It is working hard enough to hang in there. And that's just not what God wants for us. Yes. Striving to become more successful or striving to become somebody else, like neither of those are going to leave you feeling fulfilled or satisfied. Yeah. When Emily and I were talking earlier, we both were reminded of this passage in 1 Corinthians, which is like towards the end of the Bible. Um, It's one of the letters that Paul writes to a bunch of people that are no longer alive. But (laughs) and in this in this letter, he is talking about he's kind of like describing the church as a body, but it's actually a really cool image. So What he's saying in this is that each thing has its own specific purpose. Like, can you imagine if you had eyes for hands? That would be disgusting. (laughs) That would be absolutely disgusting. But that's why you don't. Disturbing. That would be very disturbing. The analogy that he's drawing is that just like your own body has lots of different parts with lots of different roles, So do all of us. Like we each were created with a specific purpose in mind. Yes, exactly. And I was thinking about the fact that like insecurity sort of boils down to looking outside of yourself and thinking, I wish I had that. And if -hmm. if you're so envious of what somebody else has or like a skill or an achievement that you're acting outside of your gifting and outside of your character, outside of who God created you to be. You just literally won't be successful. Yeah, that's so true. I have definitely felt that before. Like, even in different jobs I've had, being like, man, I really am trying this, and it just isn't working. And I want to be this person, but it's not not a fit for me. Paul specifically says, we'll read y'all part of the verse. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 14. And it says, For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of a body. 
And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that wouldn't make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? Yeah, I love that so much. All the parts work together to make our body function. And if any of them are doing a different or wrong job, it just makes no sense. So I love that he used that picture to explain to us that he wants us to be faithful in our lane. And he Mm -hmm. wants us to look to him for who we are. Yeah, it's God's way of reminding us like, hey, you can't all be one thing. I have a unique purpose for you and just like we said earlier like give yourself the grace the freedom and the space to lean into that to lean into who he has created you to be and the gifts that God has given you and that kind of leads me to thinking about gratitude yes I totally agree there's something that really impacted me last month I saw a wall that was painted with this quote and it said fight anxiety with gratitude And as somebody who struggles with anxiety, I had never really thought about that. And it hit me so deeply. That is so true. The things that we're anxious about, the things that we compare ourselves about, the things that we're striving towards, it's all rooted in a lack of gratitude. And so I love that. I feel like it's a fill in the blank. Anything that's coming against you, you can fight it with gratitude. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, we give ourselves the space to be grateful it allows our focus to be shifted yeah. away from what we don't have <laughs> to what we what we do. Yeah, that is so good. I love that so much. And it's so hard sometimes to say our insecurities out loud or even acknowledge them, but I think it would be really cool if we could say to God, hey, this is what my insecurity is today. I'm feeling this way, but... I'm choosing to feel grateful about this. And it would almost be like an exercise in faith. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a good takeaway for the week. Yeah, I think so too. This week, as you're going through your day and like maybe you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else or like wishing you were more like X, Y, or Z, stop yourself and be like, okay, no, let me reframe that. What am I grateful for? Mm, Yeah, I love that so much. What if we all practice that? It would be really impactful. So true. We've covered a lot in this podcast, Mm -hmm. and there's lots for y'all to think about. But more than anything else, we just hope that y'all leave encouraged and leave knowing that you are loved by a God who knows you better than anybody else and wants to be with you. And so, yeah, Emily, you want to pray us out? Yeah, I would love to. God, thank you so much that you know us so well and you love us so much. It still shocks me that you want to be with me and that you want to know the details of my life and that you don't want me to compare myself to other people simply because you already love me exactly the way that I am. I just love so much that that applies to all of us girls who are listening And all of your people, you're such an amazing God who loves us in such a unique and special way. It would be such a shame for us to miss your actual purpose in our lives. So would you help us this week to have the strength to be vulnerable, to say, I'm feeling insecure, but 
I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for what you've given me. I'm so grateful that you love me. Those are really important things for us to focus on this week, and we just want to rest there. God, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Week two done. Week two in the books. I can't wait to hear how all of the groups are going. Woo-hoo. The Bible studies kicked off at UGA last week, and they were super fun. But um, I know that the other schools are starting, I think, this week or maybe next week. So Soon, yeah. And we've got worship nights coming up. We've got all sorts of things. Just check our website to see more about the worship nights, the Bible studies, and everything you need to know about As You Are. It's ayaministries.com. That's A-Y-A as in As You Are ministries.com. And you can find our study up there. We're going to be posting it one week at a time. And the leader guides up there for any of you girls who are listening who are leading a group. You can find extra resources up there on our website. There are dates and some info up there for the worship nights and a link to this podcast. If you go to University of South Carolina, we will be at y'all's school first, September 28th. Yes, you're first up. Emily and I will both be there. I am so thrilled. I cannot wait. So if you want to meet your podcast hosts in person... You better show up. Your podcast host, your worship leader, and your speaker. (laughs) Yes. Okay, that's enough from us today. We love y'all. Yeah, love you guys. Last thing, don't forget to check back in. New podcast episodes drop on Sunday nights. Bye. Bye.